Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam. I'm Quick. And I'm Lee. And you're listening to Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep. But to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Duckets, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 <laughs> or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, divas, let's talk ducats. Hey, D&D fam, welcome back. We're excited to have you. If you are subscribing, not subscribing, if you're watching, subscribe below. That's what I meant. And if you are listening, make sure you go to divasandducats.com. Follow us on IG and Facebook for updates on all the things. So on today's Diva Docket, we are talking about protecting your things. Uh Divorce. Unfortunately... It might have gone down a little bit, but about almost 50% is it's a it's a 50-50 shot. So just making sure why you're happy that you are protecting things so that you don't fight about them in the unfortunate event that you don't make it with your spouse. Yeah, because so we talked about protecting, you know, your assets um, kind of before you pass away, for when you pass away. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't realize the impact of divorce on your assets. I, so many people, um, I, you know, I've talked to a few males, actually, and they're just like, they had to completely restart their life, right? Um, so there are ways that you can protect those um, assets. I do think for me, it has to be a caveat said that I feel that this is a very impactful podcast for people in their late 20s and up right so mm-hmm. i don't feel that this is necessarily the situation if y'all 18 coming out of high school and building everything together mm-hmm. um i think that's a that's very fair. different um you know scenario because you don't have the assets going in unless you know you're coming from a trust fund but mm-hmm. for the average person you know if you're falling in love and coming out with your high school sweetheart or your college sweetheart even you're building the majority of everything you have together right so mm-hmm. um for me, I think this is just really important for, you know, a lot of people are getting married later in life. You know, it's not even really the thing anymore to, you know, get married at 18 yeah. years old. No, so, it's true. Yeah, not really so it's, it's not It's not common mm-hmm. anymore. So that I just wanted to put that out there, uh, you know, to give a, a basis to our audience. Yeah, okay. She's, she was level setting. <laughs> yeah. say. Okay. Yeah. So we have brought in a SME um, to talk about this. So we have... Attorney Rashida Giles Sanders, and she is my line sister, and she's so amazing and knows her stuff. Um, so we're going to have her introduce herself and get on into this topic. Hi, my name is Attorney Rashida Sanders. I am the owner and managing attorney of the Sanders Law Firm. We have a new office located at 3124 West Boulevard on our side of town um, in between Billy Graham Parkway and West Boulevard and you know lawyers have a reputation Mm -hmm. so um, 
I'm a general practitioner, which means when my clients, they really trust me. And as I've developed the, my practice, I they come to me for one issue and then they ask me about another issue. So as a general practitioner, I handle a wide array of issues, mm-hmm. uh, civil litigation, accidents, uh, traffic tickets, family law that has been Ooh. family law in the states that has really been a hot topic recently and then also um i've expanded my practice to include immigration so that's an overview that is a wide breadth of things in the law good lord (laughs) (laughs) so you probably tired tired and if y'all don't know um you should go back in our Previous episodes, we actually have Rashida and her husband on mm-hmm. um, talking about business and bay. Um, yes, so right. this is not the only thing that she does. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear about how, you know, going into a business with your spouse or significant other and how they did it successfully. So, yes. um, yeah, so on a flip from the successful marriage and business, we're going to talk about divorce today. Here we are. When it's not successful. So Mm -hmm. tell us how you got, because you you just said you, you know, are a general practitioner. How did you um, add this area of the law to your practice? Family law encompasses a a wide array of topics, Mm -hmm. uh, child custody and unfortunately divorce and separation. So um, part of my practice, it includes preparation, which is a prenuptial agreement. We'll talk about that later, as well as separation agreements, what happens in the time uh, between the time before when you choose to separate Mm -hmm. until there's a final divorce decree. In North Carolina, you have to be separated for one year before you can file for divorce. Mm -hmm. And then what happens after your divorce, making sure that um, North Carolina is also an equitable distribution state, which we'll talk about that later, Mm -hmm. but um, it just kind of, Snowball once, yeah. yeah. So okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's talk about the, what that means. Equitable okay. distribution. I think people hear the term and don't necessarily know what it means when they think about California and community property. Uh-huh. Yes. So like, just kind of break down in the simplest form what those different differences are. Right. So in some states. Basically, if you're married, everything is split 50-50. Mm-hmm. Well, in North Carolina, we follow um, equitable distribution laws, which basically means that it might not be equal. It means that it's going to be equitable. So mm-hmm. equitable means fair. Mm-hmm. So the judge makes the decision as to how property is distributed based upon several factors. Okay. So that's kind of a summation. So I think... To a quick point, when she started with her level set, um, mm-hmm. people are getting married a little older. Yes. Most people are not, eh, maybe before mid-20s, they're not really doing that. Right. And so, nine times out of ten, you may have a little something. You may have a little something stashed right. away, or a home, or things like right. that. So, kind of talk about, like, what is the difference between just, this is quick stuff, right. and this is our stuff. Right. So um, as you all just stated, a lot of um, young professionals, they come in with portfolio where they be property mm-hmm. assets. And another way is also inheritance. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, people inherit properties. Our parents, they work hard so that they could leave something to us. We work hard so we can leave something to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So um, when you any property that you have prior to marriage is called separate property. Okay. Generally, any property that you have or obtain after marriage will be marital property. Now, um, 
one of the things that I have to do is put this disclaimer <laughs> that this is not legal advice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, each case is very case specific. I would need mm-hmm. to know the specific facts for your case to mm-hmm. provide legal advice. So I'm just uh, speaking in generalities. Mm-hmm. So um, oh, we yes. got that covered in our At introduction. The okay, very good. Very good. Very good. Very <laughs> good. So you have separate property, which is anything that you have prior to um, getting married. Mm-hmm. And then you have marital property, which is generally anything that you accumulate while you're married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, is separate property also premarital property? Is that another term for it? Or are those different? Yeah, pre. Okay. It's about the same. Um, premarital property, separate property. Okay. Yes, okay. they're um classified as premarital or separate properties. And they're mm-hmm. interchangeable. Okay. Yeah. So now, in what situations can a person like you have this premarital property? Mm-hmm. How can it become marital property? Like, what are the things people need to consider? Two words: co. Mingling, co-mingling, <laughs> keep your items separate. So um, we have situations where you, you have a house, um, your spouse ha- may have a house, may not have a house, but you guys decide, hey, you know, your house is closer to work. Let me move in with you or mm-hmm. your house has more square footage. Let's move in. Mm-hmm. And if you are not careful, that separate property that belongs to you can quickly be converted into marital property based upon commingling of funds. Mm. So now, um, as we talked about before, you might think, well, that's not fair if they can come in and just, it's their property as well. So what um, a judge would look at during the equitable distribution is, what did you do to increase the value of that particular property? So most likely you see this with um, improvement. Right. So mm-hmm. you come in and, you know, it's a little dated. Mm-hmm. You have two incomes now. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead. Let's get this kitchen redone. Mm-hmm. Let's add a covered porch. Those types of things that add value to a home, mm-hmm. that's when you're looking at commingling of funds and whether or not there will have to be a finder of fact to determine whether or not it, it remains separate property or if it's marital property. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not just all or nothing. Um, what they would look at is the increase in value based upon um, what your contribution was to the separate property. Mm-hmm. So say for instance, say for instance, um, you move in, if you got lucky and you moved in in 2008, 18 <laughs> with your spouse, or I'm sorry, 2020 with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Well, in 2021, that property value jumped right. up $200,000. Yeah. Like, you're mm-hmm. thinking, I cashed it. No, that would be considered separate property still, and any increase in value would be would be um, attributed to that particular spouse as separate property. Mm-hmm. However, if you get the kitchen redone, you get new hardwood floors, mm-hmm. you get the soaking tub in the bathroom, <laughs> and that increases the value of the right. property, then that increase could be considered separate property. And there you've just converted your separate property to marital property. Or at least there's a discussion as to whether or not the other person would have a claim to it. Mm. Now, is that a claim to your house? Or yeah. Is that a claim? Well, say, I like, is it the increase <laughs> or is it the actual four court? Like, <laughs> it is the, it's typically the increase. Okay. So now, one of the things that, the, the easiest thing to do is have your things documented, have mm-hmm. because you would have the burden of proving that what that increase is. Right. Um, and I don't know, this is another thing about North Carolina. North Carolina is a, they have a presumption that when you separate any 
property that you own Mm -hmm. is marital property. The person who is claiming that the property is separate property has the burden. They have the burden to overcome that presumption. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if things go bad, the spouse, they're going to be like, yeah, that's marital. Give me half. And it will be your burden of proving (laughs) that is separate. It will be your burden of proving, well, you know, yeah, they did contribute to the new kitchen, but that only added $20,000 worth of value to my home mm-hmm. versus they get, they're claiming half of the home that might cost $500,000 and they're right. claiming 250000 mm-hmm. So it's very important that if you are in a situation where you are, you do have separate property mm-hmm. that you make sure you don't commingle. Mm-hmm. And in the event that you do commingle, that you have it documented that um, the value of my property was this part. We put, um, $20,000 in the property value went up because of this, you have appraisal. So, mm-hmm. um, but it is the, the spouse that the property belong, the separate, the spouse uh-huh. that is claiming the separate property, they have the burden of proof. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's fair. Yeah. So does that work? So that's with the house. Does that mm-hmm. work with pensions and 401ks? You come in with Two hundred fifty thousand in your four hundred one k. We getting divorced in six years, and that done went up to five hundred thousand. Yeah. Can I get, can yeah. I get half? So a lot of times, I I always tell my client, just think about what's fair. Mm-hmm. So a person has worked for twenty years; they paid into their um, retirement, their four hundred one k. You guys are married for two years, and you know she starts taking off that makeup, and that, and you like, you know what, this is not working. So they would it, it would not be fair for them to be entitled to the entire 20 right. 25 years right. so what the courts would look at is what were the contributions during those 3 years mm-hmm. and then they most likely would be entitled to a portion of that so if you yeah. married a long time yeah yeah so, so and that that's the other thing the longer that you're <laughs> well, in a, you never contributed to my 401k that was I, my job well i made you, i gave you the ability to i supported you in your endeavors Maybe I stayed at home. Maybe I, who knows? Yeah. And then you look at it as when you're married, your income becomes one. So that's why you got to be very (laughs) married. Here we go. What did it say? We won. You know that. So that, that, that is the argument that when you're married, this is our money. And if you put in your little, your contribution. I'm being devil's advocate here. I totally believe that's your one I'm just saying it's a know. lot I just be thinking about all these military guys that had these right. nice pitches and investments and they you and, know and that, that's mm-hmm. the argument that's the argument mm-hmm. you're taking our marital funds and you're diverting it into something an asset yeah mm-hmm. and I'm entitled to that because that's this is our property so it, it they wouldn't be entitled to the entire amount yeah. just mm-hmm. the amount that they're married and then some of the factors that the court look, they look at how long you've been married. Mm-hmm. Um, a, sh- a short marriage is typically under five years mm-hmm. and then maybe five to 15, 17, even some people say up to 25 years. That's a mid-range marriage. And you got to put in 25 years before you're looking at... You're really getting paid. Before, right, right, right. <laughs> so I guess you earn it after 25 years, right? right? You earn a lot you, of you, you earn it. You earn it after 25 I mean, because think about it. By the, at this point, I'm about to retire. Like, I'm yeah. not about to be back out here trying to... Make up their money. Right. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So back to like the, I guess in, in both situations. Um, so with the equitable distribution, does the court 
like force that separate property like they they force a division of that property like like they could make me sell my home in order to be able to pay the difference if I can't if I ain't got the cash sitting on the side yeah you you have to whatever the court orders you have to if they order you to pay then you have to pay and how you get to that point they don't really care they just want you (laughs) so if that means unfortunately they have a payment plan is that a thing the courts. I'm just saying, if people pay alimony, that's basically a payment plan. Like maybe well, you can have no, a payment plan. Alimony is different from our separate property. Alimony okay. is different. Alimony is in addition to. Right. Right. I so guess I, I look think, at it as like it's a monthly stipend. So to me, could I not give you a monthly stipend for this separate marital property? No, you're going to be refinancing that property and giving them that month. <laughs> So, unfortunately, okay. unfortunately, I tried y'all. Y'all know I love a payment plan. <laughs> you do love, I tried. You do love a payment plan. I do. It's, it just is easier. Yeah, it, it really is. So, and I always tell people, it's always better to have a say in what it is that your mm-hmm. outcome. Mm-hmm. If you go to court, you don't have a say. The judge is going to order you. They're going to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. So, if you can work it out with the person, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we've been, you know, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You're entitled to X amount. You know, I can't pay this X amount. Mm-hmm. Let's set up a payment plan where I can pay it to you over a course of time. And they can sign that agreement, and mm-hmm. that is enforceable. But they have mm-hmm. to agree. But they have to yeah. agree. They have to agree. So yeah, sure. you Which never. divorce is highly unlikely. Yeah, I always try <laughs> as much as possible um, because you, you want to make sure that you have a, this is your time to have a say in the outcome. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't. Um, a lot of my work, the work that I do is drafting separation agreements. And even though it might take a lot of time and a lot of back and forth, once you have the separation agreement, then you, you it can um, list out all those things that a judge would decide. It could address alimony. It could mm-hmm. address separate marital properties. Um, another, we, we're talking about assets because we're up. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's also debt you have to think about as <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. So, That's true. You know, um, but basically, if you go into it thinking that what, let's do what's fair. Yeah then, you know, it's always easier when you have a say in it versus having someone else. Because then whatever they say is what it is. So speaking of this say, is there any documentation? Because Quick and I, I think one of our first episodes on YouTube was prenups. Because we both have a zero issue with prenups. But... Because, because, I mean, to your point, it's a contract. I put whatever I want in here as long as it's legal. You know, for the most part. whatever we want. Yes. Continue. Um, (laughs) My question is, are there other documents? Because for some, prenup has this just negative connotation. So is that the only way before marriage or the only kind of document to kind of protect some of this stuff? Like, is there Mm -hmm. other things like, I don't know, like, would a free trader do the same thing or... Hmm. So that's outside of my wheelhouse. Okay. Um. I. I'm. I'm not very familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um. But the Me the either. vehicle. What that's what the um, estates lady was talking about. Like with like um. So like you know when you're married you have to sign off on property kind of situations. <laughs> but free trader you could move like you were single. In terms okay. of like I guess like if you were selling the house or refinancing you don't need my signature. So I didn't know if that covered like ah that's free trader the free mm-hmm. trader. Let me write that down. You just taught me something today. Yeah, the free trader go agreement. Mm, I was listening, girl. I was like, what you <laughs> And what else I need to do? 
Huh. That's good because okay. um, it's now it's important to know I mm-hmm. the vehicle that I most utilize <laughs> is, is a prenuptial okay. agreement. Um, and generally, whatever you all agree on can go in a, into a prenuptial agreement. But there are some things that don't go in a prenup that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, again, looking at fairness, mm-hmm. if a person is under duress then a prenuptial agreement might not be enforceable. So, right. look, our wedding is next week. You, you either sign this right. or right. you don't. Mm-hmm. If you sign that, then there could be a claim to invalidate mm-hmm. the prenuptial agreement. Um, you can't have gen- gender roles in a prenup. That is also, huh. in North Carolina, that's also um, void or voidable which means you would have to ask the court to avoid it. So if you say, um, all right, so what I want you to do is I want you to wash dishes every morning before I leave out, or you have to wash the windows. Those types of things are not enforceable in in an agreement. Mm -hmm. And then anything related to um, children, um, um, child support, Right, (laughs) that 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 that's one of those gender roles type. That's not going to be enforceable, um, generally, and that's known as it's called unconscionable. Uh So just things that, again, just kind of to to make it easy, fairness. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't force someone to be your sex slave, your maid. They're Mm -hmm. your spouse. So Mm -hmm. those types of things, and then anything dealing with children whether it be child support, mm-hmm. um, whether it be um, custody arrangements, the courts always look at the best interests of the children. Uh-huh. So there, that's typically invalid in a prenuptial agreement and if it, if it goes against the standard of what's best for the children. Gotcha. So those are some things. And the number one <clears throat> reason that, um, that I've seen prenuptial agreements be invalidated mm-hmm. is failure to disclose. So um, one of, you have to make sure that you disclose everything so that the person, um, your potential spouse, has in, is informed yeah. and they have informed consent. They are um, going into the agreement knowing everything, knowing the full picture. And then the last thing is to make sure that um, both potential spouses, they get their own attorneys to review it mm-hmm. um i don't you know you come to me and mm-hmm. i say yeah bring you know your potential wife or husband in and i draft it mm-hmm. i go over it i have them sign it i always 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 tell them that they need to go obtain counsel to look at it mm-hmm. um in order you know because that's the final step to make sure it's right. not invalidated now when you <clears throat> say fully disclosed like is, when you say everything is that Everything. So every bank account we got to go through. Every bank account. Everything that would be on the table if you had to go to court. There you go. And 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 then you think (laughs) that you don't don't just take it in everything, and you think that you know, hey, I'm gonna forget it. Even if they in discovery, you'll Mm -hmm. be surprised at what people find. so you, you I have to about that offshore every right right <laughs> you have to disclose everything everything and that that's the that's one of the major reasons why prenuptial agreements mm. are unenforceable. Try to hide the I was just asking because you know people have a strong reaction to the prenup, so I was like maybe there's another way they could call it something else to get right. what they want, but right, right, right. I don't have right. to get that prenup right. that we talked about. So yeah, mm. it, it's you know um, it's sad to say 
you know, because when you go into marriage, you do think it's going to be forever. Yeah. So you really don't want to think about it, but it's kind of like estate planning. Mm-hmm. No one wants to think about death or, you know, mm-hmm. but it's you. It's better to address it in the beginning mm-hmm. so that things go smoothly because once emotions become involved, mm-hmm. then things derail very yeah, quickly. I feel, I feel like that's what it yeah. is. It's like a form of estate planning, honestly. Right, it, like really, it, it, it really is. Yeah. It really is. And so mm-hmm. she had mentioned um, alimony. You said that those were different from equitable distribution. So mm-hmm. can you talk in North Carolina about, I don't know, do they still call them the heartbroken actions? Are those still yeah. even valid in North Carolina? They are. They okay, are. So talk about <laughs> that's that. A factor. Mm-hmm. And then um, can you, I know you can't negotiate about sex like how many times you gotta do it but can you negotiate in your prenup <laughs> if you cheat then i won't give you out like can you right say i don't care what the laws of north carolina are but if right. this happens we just go our separate ways absolutely okay yes. so you can okay you can negotiate that and you then can. talk about the heartbone right so um you have um <clears throat> alimony is a type of spousal support mm-hmm. so say for instance let's talk about um in, in prenuptial agreements, you see it all the time. You see it in the media. Um, cheating, infidelity, certain things that just kind of, um, if that happens, then this happens. Those are typically enforceable because even with the court, mm-hmm. if, if you don't agree, um, if you have to go and ask for it with the court, um, cheating, infidelity, that is a factor mm-hmm. that the court uses in determining alimony and how much. Mm. Now, a lot of people think that everybody is entitled to alimony. Mm. Unfortunately, everybody is not entitled to <laughs> alimony. What alimony does is it allows you to maintain the status quo. It allows you to be able to pay your reasonable expenses mm-hmm. if you can't. Um, so here's an example. If, you know, your husband, you have quick, you get married, you know, your husband says, hey, I want you to stay home and take care of our kids. So you say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and become a homemaker and you stay at home. And then you all divorce where you've been a totally dependent spouse on him. So those are the situations where alimony is most likely awarded because um, you have to maintain your lifestyle. They, your spouse, the other, the, um, pay. The I'm trying to I can't think of the word for it, but the supporting spouse mm-hmm. they're responsible to make sure that you can pay your reasonable expenses such as living expenses things like that. I would call him a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> a sponsor. Your sponsor. Well, right now he's still technically your husband <laughs> because we haven't gotten to True. equitable distribution <laughs> and we haven't gotten to the final divorce divorce decree. But yeah. um, so once the so the um uh, post separation. Mm-hmm. Um, amount that is the amount that the spouse would pay the dependent spouse mm-hmm. pending the divorce so pending the courts if you don't have a prenup or mm-hmm. if it's invalidated determining who's entitled to what and then once they make that um that order mm-hmm. they also make an order for alimony and then that is a final order it can be indefinitely uh, meaning Oof. that you would have to pay it until they get remarried 
Um, when I know you people talk, that don't get remarried just to the alimony. Exactly. And it's a little that, petty, but it's smart. It is. <laughs> and that, um, you know, it also depends on how long you're married, mm-hmm. whether or not there was um, infidelity. They do take that into consideration. And if you marry for a short amount of time, like three years, then you your spouse may have to pay you alimony for a shorter period of time. And then it kind of goes based upon the length of your marriage. So um, the things that the courts look at in determining alimony is basically who's the breadwinner, how were the bills being paid, things like that, whether or not there were there was any infidelity, um, and just how long you were married. So that's just kind of an overview of alimony. So for the situation where two people probably make the same thing, they split the bills 50-50 and there's no cheating. Alimony likely will not be awarded. Alimony, because you can you can yeah. pay your expenses. Because like you yeah. said, I do think there's a presumption that, oh, you know, women go to court because they want to get a check. Right, <laughs> and no. That's no, not that's... necessarily the, the, the case. Unless you marry Michael Jordan. <laughs> right, like like, right, right, right. <laughs> but, but there also, is there a mandatory presumption that the cheating spouse will have to pay alimony in North Carolina? Is that still... Not necessarily. It depends on those factors if you need it's it. It's still, okay, you, know? you still need it. If you're top exec, uh, yeah, okay. it's it still, um, it's, they still look at the other factors as okay. to what the financial needs are. Um, so, no, the, the, it's not automatic. Just because you cheat, mm-hmm. you don't have to automatically pay alimony. It's a factor in determining the amount. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think I would, yeah, I think I'd probably not get remarried either if I was getting a good alimony check so but in that so in that if they're they can't like review me like she's just not working she's choosing not to work like they can't review that alimony that i mean you can always you can always challenge it make a motion yeah well it depends on what you did it depends on what you did before. It depends on what your skills yeah, you are. Because how you came back in the market? Twelve, and now yeah. they twenty-two. That's what you did. <laughs> and you're a stay-at-home mom. But if you weren't in the market, think about it. It's some of us scared to go on maternity leave too long because it's like, oh, they might replace me. Right. If you had to work five, ten years, I pay alimony. We going to work with you every two years. <laughs> I'm just saying. We you know, if you ain't worked for ten years, they yes. like. Uh, so let's talk about inherited property, right? Okay. So we figured out how we, you know, separate property kind of becomes marital property if you don't put any, um, mm-hmm. you know, documentation and you know taking notes and all those things that things mm-hmm. are done. But investment properties, mm-hmm. um, you know, parents don't do what they supposed to do. You right. know, they got. Houses in the islands, they got houses in the neighborhood, outside the neighborhood. They doing well, right? right. You get this property. Mm-hmm. You're married when you get this property. Right. Does that become our property because we're married when I receive it? No. So so you're married when, no. If it's inherited property, so in the definition of um, separate property, <laughs> is any property that you obtain prior to marriage or any property that you receive um, via a gift or an inheritance. Okay. So, so they you, would have to literally give it to both of us. They, that, that's what I was going to say. So like, say for instance, if, you know, uh, mom and dad, you've been married, the spouse, you know, because I know my, my family love, they love my husband. And if they say, you know what, we're going to give this to um, Mark and Rashida, then it will be okay. our marital property. It will be our property. But if they, if she just gives it to me, it's still separate property, even though we're married. Mm-hmm. And so, can you convert that and 
gifted property the same way you can with separate so Mark is over there, you know, building those shacks and uh-uh, making sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he taking Not you know, like give a little check. Yeah. Yeah, you but can. He can. He can convert it the same you, way. You can. And you, you have to be very careful about it. Um, not maybe full conversion, but um it you, you know get what it, it, it gives you that there. right, it gives you that foothold in there. So you just kind of want to make sure that that's specified. You can do that in the, in the agreement mm-hmm. um, and make sure that, hey, you know, it, it's not necessarily a, prenup- a prenuptial agreement, but it's just a, a contract. It's an mm-hmm. agreement. Just want to make sure that you know that, you know, even though that you're um, that you're providing services, either I'm going to pay you out of the rents or income or um, you won't have any claim to it. So just make sure that everybody has a proper understanding because that happens a yeah, lot. I would think that so. happens that happens mm-hmm. a lot. And that so how you're saying like income of the marriage is of the marriage. So does the right. rental income from gifted like if you start using mm-hmm. it for things in y'all's household, does that become our money? You have to keep it separate. <laughs> separate property. Commingling, separate money, commingling, separate commingling. bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Separate this separate, Just separate, like separate, business, separate. Huh? Right. Mm-hmm. If you have that joint account and you deposit it in that joint account, it 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 becomes, you know, <laughs> it's their presumption. We talked about what the presumption was. It's a presumption that is marital. You have to prove that is separate. And then, um, you know, you have to have forensic accountants, Ooh, things like that. that it just, just, that? just a person that comes in and they, they evaluate, the they investigate the accounts, like they CFI. look at deposits, <laughs> they look at, so, and, yeah. and they make very good money because there are a lot of people that co-mingle funds. Yeah. And so just keep your separate, put it in a, put it in a LLC, put it so. in a tr- Keep your separate account. Just keep it separate. <laughs> but now, let me ask you this, and maybe I'm making what you're saying more complicated. Mm-hmm. If you have a prenup, but then you put the rental income, like, I mean, we married right now, so you mm-hmm. can you can enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So you may, like, put a little bit in the joint. Does that mm-hmm. invalidate what you said in the prenup? Wait, say that, say that one so more So you time. have the prenup to say, like, okay, this, this property rent is not... Mm-hmm marital right but while you're married maybe you actually put some of those funds in like your joint account or like Mm -hmm. they reap the benefit of it or whatever right does that invalidate what you said like if you go to get divorced like but you no i I, the the the, if i'm understanding your question the contract Mm -hmm. would would trump Trump. yeah okay they're gonna look at the four walls of the document okay um any verbal Mm-hmm. you know verbal agreements mm-hmm. um the parole evidence rule they look at the four four walls of, look oh gosh i'm having flashbacks they look at the four walls of the document so they're typically going to go with what's written okay. in the contract yeah so just be very careful and kind of keep it separate separate bank accounts separate just just keep it separate so on the flip side, for the person that is moving in, um, whether that be her moving in with him, him mm-hmm. moving in with her, how can they protect their interests? Because, um, you know, most I, I've been in the situation mm-hmm. where, you know, it was, you know, I've been in the situation. I've heard about situations like a lot of time guys don't want to move in with the female, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they feel like they're losing their interest, they're losing, you know, they don't have the control over anything. Like, it's, right. it's, it's hers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, how can that person 
uh, protect their interests if they are doing like upgrades because you don't want to feel like, you know, I don't know. You don't want to feel like your only investment is going to come if you get a divorce. Right. Like, you know right, what I'm saying? Like, right, right. it's not going to be until that time that I feel like this is mine. So right. how, how can they protect their interest, you know, if they don't want to have to go through forcing, you know, forcing the sale of a person's home? Right. You. It, it's about um, just having a conversation. So um, if you can have a, you know, hey, I'm going to move in. We're going to move in together. We're going to upgrade the house and things like that, you know. Since this is our kink, can I just be added to the deed? Yeah, since it's our house, you're putting money into it, it's going to be ours, just add me to the deed. It's about conversation, it's about understanding. You can be added to, so if a if um, a spouse that has separate property, say for instance, if you move into that separate property, you all make it the marital home, they can add you to the deed, uh-huh. you know. So that's one of the surefire ways to make sure that the person that's moving in, the person that's also investing in by um, whether it be financially, whether it be helping the rent, making sure the mortgage is paid and upkeep and maintenance, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's the easiest way to do it, but just keeping track. What's the more of difficult? Not <laughs> <laughs> moving in and not doing that. That's the most difficult. That's the that's most the, difficult. Okay, we got the range. It's easy. You know? The most difficult. Right, Don't do nothing. Right. That's the put me on the day. Because you're right. You, you you do want to. You know, I'm looking at it from the person that's yeah, coming it's in. Still an investment it's it's still sure. an investment. You want to make days, sure it's thousands of dollars of an investment. Right, so, right, right. Especially talking about remodels and stuff. Oh, so. Yeah, and deed just deed talk deed. about it. Just, he just, said what? Back to these four corners. What is this deed? <laughs> that's yeah. I always messing me up on these four corners. Wait, you you mean if the deed is in? I'm back to this. Well, the deed is a contract too. So right, yeah, so I'm back to this prenup. Like if I put you on a deed, like yeah, we married and this is our home. That's definitely gonna avoid the part in the prenup. Yeah, because that's a that's the that's a the separate con- doc. That's an agreement too. that mm. you, that's documented. I like it. I mean, I was I was supporting you on like this is ours, and how do I make you feel like? Well, yeah, so you like, you don't you won't want to put them on the deed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. But I. Good episode. Good. But if you love oh, me, oh, so my thing is this: you ask us questions like that. On the show. Uh, look, <laughs> listen. We bring ourselves to the table. Right. My thing is this. Um, and they have their own too. So right, my thing sure. is like I at a certain point we will get something together. Mm-hmm. So I am very much a person like, yes, the things that we develop together, mm-hmm. yes, we were shooting in the gym. Right. But these other things, no, I'm not interested in like getting his house or him getting No, his house. I'm not in on either yeah. side. So for me it's like true to your point, mm-hmm. if we move in either house, I want I don't want it to be like, right. Oh, this your house, this your right. whatever. Right, right, right. But right. I also like these two are separate. Now, what right. we do forward, cool. So. Just make sure that you think about that when it comes to money being mm-hmm. invested, time being invested. You know, mm-hmm. just, it, it, make sure you pay them for that. And I have seen people do that. They pay them for their service. Right. And then, you know. Send an invoice. That, and you can pay it different ways. But <laughs> anyway, um, you know, just so you can just kind of think about that because you're mm-hmm. right. Let's keep this mm-hmm. but then just make sure that in order to make sure your interests are pay, are protected 
You mm-hmm. have to have documentation. Yeah. yeah. You have and just turn it down. Just you know what? I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'll get mm-hmm. somebody, Mr. So and So, to come out and <laughs> and fix it. I, don't worry about it. You you good. You don't got to worry about it, baby. Mm-hmm. Go play golf or something <laughs> like that. Because when Bay starts coming over there tinkering around, mm-hmm. then you know hopefully they wouldn't be petty. Right. Because that, that's that, that's petty. But then. You know how to get people back. Mad. When yeah. People mad. When people mad, when people get back. Mm-hmm. You, you go low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the fan I put in your right. Exa- right, right. Give me my fan. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. They sure will. Good gracious. But but it, it again, even worst case scenario, yeah. they would only be entitled to the improvement. the improvement. So take your little raggedy fan, but I'm not having to sell my house in order <laughs> to You know, you can say that. Guess what? I'll go. People are really petty. They are. People are petty. I want my, give them a sit, you know. Mm-hmm. They so, are, for sure. Petty. You'd be surprised. Especially if you love it. But, oh, you, that's your favorite That's what sink. I really want. You like that country sink? Yeah. That is mine. Yeah. They get real petty, man. Yeah. Just documentation. And, yeah. and that's in anything in life. Document, document, mm-hmm. document. Because it's, you just want to have a record and it'll make your life easier. Versus having to go back three years, 10 mm-hmm. years, 15 yeah. years to try to figure out who did what. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people are always like, marriage is a business. Marriage is a business when it benefits them to yeah. say marriage is a business. But when you actively start treating it like it, then it's offensive. Right? That, that like, is, and I just, that's so, Because yeah. if you was going anywhere else, yeah. any, any other business, if you was getting starting a new job you know how much stuff you got to sign right to start a new right. job to make sure and they what, let you know exactly that's right it is What's no problem right. you don't right. think about it i want mm-hmm. the job yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah. so i want these upgrades let's sit down here's a documentation that says you know this is what you invested i got an excel spreadsheet right. you invested this amount i invested this amount in five, ten years, if it increased, we could have that right. in an Excel. That's what we could present. Right. You get the increase. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you shouldn't be offended. It's mature. It's you maturity. Got an unofficial prenup. Look at you. <laughs> I, like, it's I, not I an unofficial. That's just documents. That's yeah. Like, my daddy did it to me. It's a workaround. It's <laughs> like a, my daddy. It's a workaround. She gonna look. I yeah. was up here four days in this hot sun yeah. from Fayetteville. She gonna print it I out. She's working this amount of days making this. Exactly. I mean, and people get out your feelings. Get out your feelings. Yeah, he yeah, counted time. Mr. Quick. But that's 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 really he, ta- he taught me well. And, and it's a you know, it don't be so offended. Yeah. I mean, as you get older, as you I got married when I was younger, but it would definitely be love you, Mark. It would be <laughs> different. Yeah. It will be very different now. Because, start, yeah, it'll be different. Sure. It'll be different. Absolutely. Yeah, Coming in with different. all these laundry mats. You talking about, I just love you, let's get married. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Before another quarter go in one of the machines. Let's talk about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you can be talking about that quarter about these, these dryers. <laughs> and then another, but we won't get into this because it's probably another rabbit hole, but even um, once you get you're older, you have children. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. what does that what does mm-hmm. that look like? And yeah, you know, so there's and I think that's, about a, that's a lot of the reasons yeah, why it. you why we talk about protecting your assets. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you work hard, even if you never have any children. If you work hard to establish assets, you want to protect them. But definitely in the situations where you know maybe you're the only responsible sibling and you got nieces and nephews you want to take yes. care of, mm-hmm. you know, yes. um, 
like when you're talking about leaving it in the inheritance, you want to be able to protect that thing, right? Exactly. And if you're with someone that understands that, then they're probably like-minded and want to protect right. and leave an inheritance right. for theirs right. as well, you know? Right. So right. I don't feel right. like it should have to be this right. controversial thing. It doesn't mean I, I'm giving a prenup. That means you, you're thinking about divorce. Right. No, I just I mean, contracts. It, it's like, something just... that needs, because um, I'll give a personal example. Um, we have family property where I'm from in um, Apex, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so all my family, they live in a circle. My grandmother basically gave my uncle um, a piece of property and then he got married Mm -hmm. and um, he and his wife, they built a house on the property. Um, My uncle had a heart attack and passed away Mm -hmm. and she was out of there and I don't even know how she was out of there in like 60 days. I mean, it was just, and so now what was, what my grandmother worked hard for Mm -hmm. is gone because it was the, it was marital. It was marital property, and because they um, built the home, because they built the home on it. When when my grandmother, so and, and she should have, she should have done things. She could she she could have given her life estate. She could have done different things that to make sure that the property stayed in our family. Mm-hmm. And now because he had kids that were not part of the marriage, mm-hmm. and that was their inheritance, and she she's gone. So um, it's important when you build legacies that you think about that type of thing and think about how marriage can uh, affect it mm-hmm. because, um, you know, what's the law? I mean, it's, so how it does don't. that work? Like, I mean, it's a state. different segue yes. from divorce. Cause those, you know, people, that's not what happened. It was death in that situation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a divorce, but right. like, how does that work? If one person has the land Mm-hmm. I've never done anything with it, and then I meet someone, and we build a property on it. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have access to the land, and we have access to the house, and I can like I mean, because you really can't pull the house up off the land. So right. how does that really work? Right, I, uh-huh. I'm a big fan of like of the life estate as well. Okay. Um, and then it would kind of just kind of what we've talked about now. Mm-hmm. You would look at the value of the land versus the property. Um, she could have, you know. That she could have had things, who she could have sold it to, could have been part of the covenant. You know, when my grandmother, like she, that like you're saying, the life estate that they made could have protected. So, so she didn't have a life estate. I know, but I'm saying in in the ideal situation, right? She would have given a life estate to the land. She she would have given. Well, she would have given. So, so it was my uncle's property. So she gave the property to my uncle. A house or the land? The the land. Okay. Well, there was a house on it, but then they Okay. So when they built build a build a house on it, he should have given her a life estate because it's his it's his property. He should have gave the wife. The wife. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. She he should have given the wife a life estate because it goes back to, to okay. what she what I you're talking what you're about. Um, you know, from her perspective, it's like well, I'm investing in this and things like that. The, mm-hmm. the issue was we wanted to make sure how it could stay in our family so, because right. it's mm-hmm. what my grandmother wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. However, because it had, they were both on the deed mm-hmm. and it's hers and she did what she wanted to do with so it. So that is a stranger in y'all family property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So circle's broken. The circle's so she broken. Gave, I don't know if I would have signed a life estate to the house I'm building though. Well, most people don't think about a life estate. Most people don't know 
that's a thing like we do. But, but you can have restrictions. You can have really restrictions know. of who it needs to. She could have put it in a trust. They're different. So <laughs> this, that the things that we're we learn from that and we're kind of implementing that for the rest of mm-hmm. you know for the yeah. rest of yeah, we gotta talk about that because I, yeah. I know that situation is i mean it's like you said it's too late now right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but there's got to be some protections in paris it, there I'm has like, to right yeah right. the things you don't think about mm-hmm. you know yeah. nobody yeah, nobody thought talk. about it nobody thought about it yeah, I, don't, I just don't know that I, I, you can make me do anything besides a full day to a house that I'm building. Help you. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you wanted to move it. Never mind. <laughs> move it. What's next? Um, no. What's the next topic? Look, it's still a source. See, see, it's still see, a source. Yeah, personal. Yeah, yeah personal. it got personal. I mean, you know, it's something to think about. It is. It's, it's, about. it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something I mean, about. that's a. I got family going through it right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The same situation. Grandma had a whole bunch of property. Didi did too. A child, and he passed away. She was still living there. Mm-hmm. And she just left. Like, I don't want to live here no more. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't sell it. <laughs> well, uh, at least it's there. So she anyway. left, and now she's passed away. Now the kids are coming in. Like, that was mama house. Yeah. Give us that property. Oh, her kids. Yeah. See, that's why I'm a fan of that life estate. You know how I feel yeah. about the, about stranger people. But I mean, who can make you? That? Yeah, I, and the so, way you deed the property too is important yeah. as well. It Whether is it's not some tenants in common, yeah. you know. So you got to so you got to do your stuff. I refuse to leave. Stuff. I refuse to leave my house to the new wife. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you got to think about that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New wife is not. Yeah, you got to related to her at all or her church. No. Yeah. Thanks. Things to think about. Things to do. Things to do. So y'all get it done. To do, get it done. Combine get it this episode, y'all, with yeah, our other. Um, no, you it's, yeah. it's it's real. Those are real yeah. life situations that you have to think about, though. You know, because like I said, people always want to think that it's just between two people, but sometimes yeah. this affects families, generations. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. on both sides. On both. On both. Sides. Right, right. So you know. Well, y'all make sure y'all combine this episode with our protecting your assets estate planning. Like they, right. the two kind of coincide. Mm-hmm. Um, and just do what's best for you. There's multiple ways to skin this cat. Right. Um, and actually, where can the people find you? Because they might need help skinning that cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you can reach me. Look, I was about to say on Instagram, but I don't have an Instagram. So just call me. Um, our office number is 704 704- Five one nine zero seven six five, www Sanders Law NC like North Carolina dot com, and my email address is rsanders at sanderslawnc.com and I'd love to help you. And of course we'll have her information in the show notes. We really, really appreciate you yeah. coming into yeah, the this studio is good. This is good. and yeah, yeah giving good. giving the people some information because right. it's just it's so important. Y'all here and do the things. Do the things. Do the take things. action. Because yep. yeah. to know and to not do, it's just... You know. and you, 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 what you said kind of, just don't take it personal. Yeah, don't take, don't it, take personal. it personal. 
and just get it done. Yeah, because so. mm-hmm. I mean, again, hopefully you're getting with someone that's like minded, so they got some right. things they got they need to protect too. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do the things. Take action. Take action. Take action. And uh, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook under Divas and Duckets. Our website, www.divasandduckets.com. And our email is divaadvice at gmail.com. That is D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Take care. In the meantime, in between time. Have a great attitude, y'all. Take care. Bye.